looks like you sang that song. What is going on, people? Howdy, 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 howdy. What it do, as our man Squeezy would say. What is going on, people? I have nice my... Mask. I know. I got it from uh, Catherine MacArthur. Catherine you know, McCurry. it's... Uh, it's the, the people who can't see it, it's actually sewn. Or sewn? Or crocheted. Crocheted. Crocheted mask. Crocheted. Um, hold on, she is a one. queen of the crochet. What do we uh what do we got for uh, dinner tonight, boys? Oh man, today our episode is brought to you by the Golden Arches, the one that goes ba da ba ba ba. We're loving it, I'm telling you the McDonald's. We were in the fast food mood because of our guy Squeezy Jibs uh, last week, who um, yeah. went on the the Wendy's tour for all we the fast food stuff. We were gonna get Wendy's today. Yeah, but, but the line was too long, so, so I didn't want to wait. We went um, for the, the lesser of the three. Yeah, evils. we went for the Squeezy Jibs fast food. Right? Yeah. Uh, all right. So we got a huge episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking about Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day weekend. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about graduation because... It's graduation day weekend. Graduation. What would have been graduation weekend week? Would it have been? I cannot wait before I graduate. I graduate. And then uh, we're going to do a little, uh, you know, another game. Got, you know, a little brand's Jeopardy. And then we got a, a little uh, squeezy jibs update and uh, some other yeah. things. Yeah, so Sweet. it's going to be a huge episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in on a Friday night. We know that you know it's kind of crummy weather, and uh, the best way At least to in Jersey. yeah keep yourselves entertained is to um, watch your phone for a couple hours, you know, and or you could stream it from your TV. Whatever works for you guys. Uh, so how you guys are? How are you guys doing? We're fine. Pretty good. Um, doing good, making that making money. Sure that okay. No, just making sure. Let us know if we got any troubles with stuff. It, it looks like we're fine, but yeah. just let us know. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, everything's great. Everything's good cool. week. Good week. Yeah. Um, well, I no, well. Hey, well. Week. Well, I've got like two two things. Yeah. Um, I was going to say you got some First thing, the symbol that is exactly behind Brandon um, has a crack in it. And when you're a drummer, um, that's like worse than death. Because you 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 can't you, you have can't to take out a second mortgage to be able to afford symbols. Yeah, symbols are super expensive. Just look up and and the better the quality, of course, the more expensive they are. So symbols are grossly expensive. So for me, that was an expense that I didn't want to have to deal with, but now I'm dealing with it, and it's fine. You know, it's a hunk of metal. There's a lot of other problems going on right now. Yeah. R.I.P. symbol. And the thing is, though, it was the one symbol on my drum set that I said, there's no way I'm cracking this thing. This thing is the thickest symbol on my kit. It's the biggest symbol on my drum set. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. When you're a drummer, you crack anything. Um, so, Including your back. Including my back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we'll have a funeral service for that symbol on Sunday. Well, I mean, we can still, like, I can still use it, but I'm not going to. Hopefully I get the new one on Monday. Um, but you also released something real cool today, uh -huh. which I think we will give you a we'll give John a little bit of time for a little shameless plug. For Do I get 40. to plug it? Yeah, you get you literally have five minutes. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so I started this new thing called John's Drum Studio, which is a a beautiful beautiful channel on YouTube, and it's a website, and it's my Instagram page, and it's my Facebook page. John's Drum Studio for me, is something I've been wanting to do for the longest time. I teach kids and, and adults throughout the week 
Um, before the pandemic, I had like 30 students. Now I'm at like 20. But one of the things I, I've always loved is good video content. And I'm like, I've got a ton of cool riffs. Are they the most amazing drum things in the world? No. Are they called riffs? Yeah, I, I call them riffs. Grooves. Grooves. Yeah. That's, Fill yeah. ideas. Yeah. So I was like, I've got all these cool ideas, and they're pretty simple, you know, for the average drummer. So I'm like, let me come up with something that um, is, yo, Joe. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Also, if you go on our um, YouTube page, um, I just did a cover of uh, What Happens in a Small Town by Brantley Gilbert and um, what's her name? Lindsay L., I think. Um, great song. Absolutely love that song. Oh, hey, thanks for the plug. John's Drum Studio. Yeah, I should put that in the comments. But now you can go click on that link that DJ T-Prods threw out there. Um, it's a great thing. I've got a ton of funny, good, wholesome drum content. Even if you're not a drummer, there's great videos on there that um, you would thoroughly enjoy. So uh, my first actual video drops next Friday, um, and I'm, I'm super stoked about it. So John's Drum Studio, shoot me a shoot. If you ever want to take drum lessons, like now is the time to do it while we're all home. And um, uh -huh. I'm never in it for the money, so I'm always in it because I want to see my students succeed. Um, so if you want to, you're like, hey, I got a pair of sticks. I don't know what to do with these things. Hit me up, and I'll help you out. Ten seconds. I'm done. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I think it's awesome for what John's doing. I mean, I know Chris and I are, are super impressed, especially with the website. I mean, it takes a lot of work to, to create it's your Wix. own website. Com. It's Wix.com. Yeah, it's a lot of inputting stuff, but luckily it's not like it used to be. Where inputting you had to and exputting? What? So <laughs> it, it, takes a, it takes a decent amount of work, but at the same time, it's not the most amount of work. Um, it's, it's, it used to be way harder to do a, yeah. a website. Oh, Kevin from Minnesota. What's going on? It's uh, Nice to see it's, you. It's a medium amount of work. Relative. Oh, yeah. The, the puns, though, the puns are going to come out in this uh, this episode. Um, so you want to start with your uh, album of the week? I feel yep. like, you know, John's going to have a little bit of a talking uh, moment. So, um, sorry, sorry, everybody. But here we go. The John Jam of the Week. Uh. Good is build. it bad? I don't even know what song that's from. It's a hard say goodbye. No, it's not. Nothing is <laughs> yeah. What is it? American Heartbreak. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> I had no idea. The only My song with a real drum fill in it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a nice mask. Well, now's chat, the place everybody. to do it. Now's the time to do mm. it. You saw her last night. Could have thanked her there. Didn't. It's fine. Um. My album of the week is Otis Redding's Greatest Hits. I love it. Oh, love I think it. that the thing works now. The links work now. Perfect. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. But the very best of Otis Redding. Um, this is my go-to album for any spring day, um, especially now that the weather's getting, like, nicer. Um, I love, love, love listening to this album with the windows down, riding down like a nice road somewhere. This is the record. Um, I know there's people out there they don't like um, they don't like greatest hits records, but I do because it, it's a good like um, introduction to the artist because it's all the songs that everybody loved and then you keep diving in further and you find the deep cuts. What are you doing? 
What's my barbecue sauce? I needed some. His what's, ain't open yet. This? That's sweet and sour. Oh my gosh. Anyway, Otis Redding's greatest hits. I bought this. Um, it's not Burger World. It's McDonald's. <laughs> and I bought this for five bucks at Walmart. Can you believe that? Such an enjoyable album that I've listened to so many times. I've bought albums for like ten bucks, and they haven't even lasted on my CD rack. But um, I had to write out a couple fun facts about Otis Redding. Um, the the opening track on the album is "These Arms of Mine," which you don't. If you don't know it, let's get that queued up. Okay. Good these slow arms, dance song. These arms of mine hit number one um, when he was 21 years old. Are you serious? Yeah, 21 years old in 1962. Wow. What are um, you doing? Wow. And in between the time of that song and his death, he had 20 chart-topping hits. And he died young from a plane crash. So he uh, absolutely, um, Friday Night Headset, flip that by. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um oh, you he was know a part of he was a part of Stax Records, which during the R and B soul gospel um Motown era, that this Stax Records was like known for their gritty stuff. So even though These Arms of Mine is a very non gritty song, there's the rest of the album which gets you into the gritty stuff. Um Yeah. Give it a second. Cable error. Of course, his song Sitting on the Dock of the Bay is one of the best mm, tunes of all awesome. time. All right, last thing about him. Um, he was a writer for, an, for a ton of different artists. You wouldn't think it, but he wrote Respect for Aretha. Cool. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And then um, he sold more records than Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin <laughs> in, in one point of his life. And on top of that, he made $35,000 a week for live performances. Wow. $35,000 a week sitting on the dock of the bay. Yeah, a changes. change is going to come. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Otis Redding's discography. And even then, like, the, the couple of tunes that are on this album don't do it enough justice. He's got a ton more songs. So if you are inclined, please go check out the John Jam of the Week, which is Otis Redding's very best. That's cool. Check it out. That's awesome. John, thank you for that. I think that was. <laughs> you just want that to be over. No, 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 no. I'm <laughs> serious. Like, no, I, I want to use my headset. No, I think, <laughs> I think, I think it's awesome because I think a lot of people out there don't really know, especially the classical music. I mean, we have older listeners and everything too, and older fans. Um, but for any of the young people, young, young people, ugh, turning into dad. Um, 
you know, that are out there that don't really know people like Otis Redding and uh, other artists like that, I think it's awesome, you know, bringing sort of that old school music back and you, know, you get a little bit more of a uh, of appreciation for it, too. The real Red Fire, you have to check him out. You mm -hmm. have to. Um, yeah. You ready for the... Uh, yeah, he, he inspired so many. And the thing is, it was like also his showmanship thing was huge. Um, he was like... He put everything into his live performances. Like James Brown? Mm. Like James Brown. Did he play the piano, Otis Redding? He did everything. Yeah, he played like all he the types like, of instruments yeah, and stuff. He was... Because he, he wrote for everybody, so it's like he knew a lot of um, that knowledge that was needed for good writing, good Just solid like writing. James Brown. Mm. Awesome. All right. You ready for the... That, that oh. wasn't his song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, he's saying let's get on, let's keep going with the show. Yeah, that's, oh, that's that's what he's what talking about. That's what All right, yeah. Got it. You ready for the feel good news of the week? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Let's do it. I feel good. I knew that I would not. So good. So good. I got you. Mm. Mm. All right. Feel wow. good news of the week. This one is actually very heartwarming because it is Mother's Day this weekend. Um this story's going to warm your heart a little bit because I know we're supposed to get some snow this weekend. Did you what? hear that? You hear that? We're not getting any snow. A no cold way. front is supposed to come in, and we're supposed to get... It's only supposed to hurt the tomato plants. We're not getting any snow. <laughs> hey, you never know. Um, so this year... Which, that's a public service announcement right mm. there. Remember to put some pots over your growing tomato plants. For, for all the Tom Tatas that are out there. Um, so <laughs> this year, the holiday might feel a little bit lonely for the uh, senior citizens in nursing homes because their children can't come and see them. Um, that's why Lowe's has partnered up with local nurseries to bring moms in nursing homes uh, some flowering love. Uh, in the days leading up to Mother's Day, the company has been calling Uber drivers to deliver $1 million worth of flower baskets nationwide, while at the same time giving a boost to its local network of growers and nurseries too. So it's basically you have like three companies plus the nursing homes kind of coming together and partnering up. So you have the pink, the yellow, the white, and purple baskets will be delivered to more than 500 long-term care and senior living facilities in 10 hard-hit cities, including New York, Seattle, Chicago, Boston, Houston, Miami, and more. That's awesome. Each basket will be wrapped individually and include a special note with appreciation from Lowe's. So as you can see there, you have the lovely lady um, holding a basket that she got from Lowe's with the other nurseries. And there's a little note that's on the basket saying Happy Mother's Day and that people are thinking of you. That is awesome. Yeah. So wow. I, I know because I know for us, we're going to see um, our mom tomorrow for Mother's Day. But I know there's mothers that are out there uh, that can't see Socially their kids. Socially distant, we will see our mother. Exactly. Yes. Um, but there are you know mothers that are out there that can't see their kids right now because of the COVID-19. Right. Um, you know, you don't think about those things. You take no. Mother's Day for granted. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You go out and you have your time. Mm. And it's like, oh. And even then, there's people that go, oh, Mother's Day again. Not us. Yeah. Not us. No. Of course, we're no. good children. We love our but, mother. But <laughs> I love um, my mommy. But, you know, now it's like, this is the time where you, you, you basically don't have Mother's Day. I know. You don't have Yeah. It. So now. We'll be lucky if we even have Father's Day. We'll have Father's Day. I can't go to the water park anymore. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but since it's on the topic of Mother's Day, I know, you know, our mother we had on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, she's a nurse at Overlook Memorial Hospital. In Jersey. In Jersey. Um, you know, been a nurse for 40 years and on the front lines of 
everything that's happening with the coronavirus, I figured we'd talk about some, like, quickly, like, our favorite memories with mom. To just show a little appreciation to everybody about, well, she's about here. our mother. I know. Well, to, so, uh, to tell people about mom. Favorite memory of I'll mom. go first because I don't want you guys to steal the idea. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, go ahead. For me, I think the best quality about Wait, mom. are we doing qualities or are we doing no, memories? No, like uh, memories, but I'm tying it in. I think the best quality about our mother is that she knows how to plan a vacation. She is she is triple A all the way. You know, she she planned a trip for us uh, for our 21st birthday to go down to Nashville, and it was just an awesome vacation. We went. I think we were busy every day. She had like an itinerary of you know what we, we were supposed to do, sit. and no, and that's what you're supposed to do on vacations. You know, you're supposed to both go out and do things <laughs> with your family and just have a great time. And I mean, we were just bouncing all over the place, and so I think the best. My favorite memory was Nashville because our mom is just so great at planning vacations and stuff. Well, my favorite memory was Nashville, but now I can't take that. <laughs> no, mom's good at a lot of a lot of vacation planning, and uh, I feel like that's a motherly trait. Planning right? in general, um, she yeah. books all of our Airbnb houses when we gotta stay overnight after a gig. That's true. Yeah, yeah. just to make sure that we're not homeless for the night. <laughs> I mean, sleeping we in the van. Sleep in the van. Yeah, it gets. It's, it's a tad cold, right there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I tried that in the beginning of quarantine. I set up an air mattress in the back just because oh, I wanted Turks to try and camp out. That was a good time. Oh, Turks that was that was my memory. But uh, I'll get to that though. It's a very specific part of that memory. But yeah, I would say I would say well, we did go to yeah. Ocean don't City. sleep in your cars during this time of year. It's very cold. If you were thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. No, well, you didn't even say. Yeah, I said Ocean City. Oh, well, do you want to say like anything that happened in Ocean no, City? She was just as much a, a planner there, like very. I've very got much a memory for you. What about playing mini golf yeah. on that rickety old <laughs> in Ocean City at the very far end of the boardwalk, where it was like yeah. the first part of the boardwalk that was made? There's this rickety old it's mini so golf sad when the course. Are gone. Yeah, no, mine are all gone. I have an empty plate, but Whoa! and then they just appear. <laughs> Happy Thanks, mo- Nugget guys. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, wow. I mean, Brandon. But then the mini golf course was just like everything's put together with like cardboard cutout clowns, plywood cutout clowns, you know, and everything is just made all out of wood. All types of cutout clowns. Yeah, yeah so many. <laughs> and all the ramps and stuff are made out of plywood, and it's all hand-painted. And it's just super, super cool. I remember yeah. we stumbled upon it, I think, with them. Yeah. And had, like, the best round of mini golf ever. You remember I got a hole-in-one at the at yeah. the very end? That was a... Uh, Nobody usually gets a hole-in-one. I got two. Remember, I got it on the other golf, the mini golf course, too, the tiki one. Huge. I know. Yeah. So but now, now I have two free uh, admissions to the mini but golf But I was going to say that my favorite memory with... Mom, I have three that stick out in oh my, my mind. Goodness. Just pick one. Yeah. It's... No, I'll, I won't give a rundown, but... The first one is when our parents, it was a joint effort. They hired horses. She needs a Twitch account. Tell her to follow us. Yeah. But both of our parents hired horses to come to the house for our second or third birthday. Wow, you're going old school. And (laughs) we had all the kids going around the block on these horses. Like fourth or fifth. I don't even remember that. Something like that. But there's that. There's the time she took us on the. You you, you remember their names? I remember their names like like it was yesterday. Yeah, Tigress Woods was our mom's mini golf nickname. You you remember the the horses name? Yeah, see, I remember this stuff, but I don't remember like the important. Well, 
it's important, but I'm gonna say these two names and it's gonna unlock a memory Wait, in, hold on. In, in your brain. Ready? Yeah. Happy and Apple. Yep. Those are the two. The two horses. Yeah. I remember that just <laughs> like it was yesterday. I don't. Rem I recall that there were horses at one point in our life. I don't know. You must think about these things regularly. No, like I just. I, I honestly. You gotta never, keep them locked in the yeah. old. The old. Uh, Noggin. The old time machine. Yeah. I, I don't know. Happy That's not the word I wanted to pick. Apple. <laughs> but then, uh, second one was when our mom took us to Sesame Street. And we oh, went on the rubber ducky the rub ride. John and I remember how and terrified they were. Ter absolutely terrified horrified. of the rubber ducky ride. <laughs> oh, that thing was awful. Now it's probably like as high as this ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> I, I drove by. I drove by Sesame Place, and you look at it, and it's like, oh, it's like it's like nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's why our neighbors decided to change their front lawn to just rocks. Yeah, <laughs> they. They ripped up all the grass and decided to put pink pebbles Quakers. all over Quakers. their lawn. But, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what that means. Oats. That's what she means. Good that, oatmeal. Yeah, good eat. Hey, if you yeah, want to stay heart, I agree. He heart healthy yeah. but the, as we eat McDonald's. But my favorite memory, I think, just to show how dedicated our mother is, is she – hold on. <laughs> um, no, but he did have those at one point um, from a Happy Meal, yeah. So. Yeah, at some point. But my favorite memory of mom to show her true dedication to wanting her sons to succeed is we made a plan in while we were in Turks and Caicos oh, yes. to go windsurfing the next morning. And we had to get up at like 5 or 6 o'clock. We both got up, and we get out to the beach where they're giving the instructions, and there's absolutely no wind. No wind. So if you guys don't know how windsurfing works, you need wind. There was zero Zero mile per hour wind. Watch yourself. That, that might day. be a trivia question in Brandon's Jeopardy. <laughs> don't, don't even. <laughs> but that's to show our mother's dedication. She sat there for the whole two to three hours of that lesson of just watching me fail at windsurfing for two to three hours. Wow. Dedication. Yeah. That's awesome. We love you, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. I know Happy we'll mother's be seeing you tomorrow and everything, but uh, we want to wish you and all the mothers out there that may be listening um, or might be listening later Happy Mother's Day from Triple Addiction, Brandon, John, and Chris. Those are our names. <laughs> don't don't wear them out. All right, uh, let's get to the uh, let's get let's get to the crazy story. Are you crazy? Ow. Yeah, I'm crazy. What made you think I was safe? I, 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 I don't know how to. Ow. All right, this one. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's yeah. a supportive mother right there. Exactly. I said I failed. She's like, No, you did just fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's the mom goggles. Yeah. Uh, this this right, who story. Who we got here? Who's this story? This, fella? this story is pretty crazy. So, okay, she's got clothes on in the background, yes, people. Yes. Uh, let's just let's nip that in the bud right now. Exactly. So this story, yep. as you'd say, is no bueno, no bueno story. Uh, a Spanish <laughs> news anchor was caught allegedly cheating on his his TV TV star girlfriend uh, when viewers spotted a woman in the background, half naked, uh, during a live report that he was doing for the news, um, how Alfonso Merlos, 41, was at his home doing a report because of the coronavirus, so he couldn't do it at the studio, when a woman walked on screen in the background. His girlfriend, who was a former star of big, that show Big Brother, uh, Mar Marta Lopez, uh, does not look, look like the girl in the picture, according to Eagle Eye fans of Lopez. So basically, viewers saw uh, the live, the, basically the live broadcast, it knows that there was a woman in the background and it looked nothing like the, uh, oh, thank you, Joe. the TV star girlfriend. Um, 
Thanks, man. Update on the story. They are no longer together. Ah. Yeah. As Couldn't that have guessed that one. Yeah. So it Bold move, Cotton. Yeah. Let's see how it plays out. <laughs> <laughs> but it just shows you, though, that somebody can be just, like, not thinking. You know, just being just stupid. You know, and he, he apparently said. I feel bad because the fans just snitched. Oh, yeah. But I, I feel bad. Well, no, I don't really. I mean, feel I bad, feel bad for the girlfriend because yeah. she got cheated. Well, that's what I was saying. And and he said, "Oh, like we weren't together and everything." She said, "No, we were still together." And the, the other girl in the background said that no, and we were dating for four weeks prior to that. Oh, so yeah, there he was, was caught in a trap. Yeah, and you can't walk out. And I, I love you too much, baby. baby. So that is. Uh, Why can't you see? That's crazy. Yeah. Could you imagine seeing what that? You, uh, like, what you're doing? To me. When you don't believe a word I'm saying. Dun, 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 dun. We can't go on together with suspicious minds. With suspicious minds. And we can't build our dreams. Did you guys all think that that was Elvis for a second? I think so. Let me know in the comments. Blast those comments. Yeah, with just Elvis stuff. Uh... Yeah, so just all right. Guy, continue. Guy getting caught on camera. That's There's no bad. video of. Do you, there, you don't well, have the actual video. No, I mean it's basically the same thing. Him just talking, and she just walks in uh, in the background. Man, yeah. Poor planning. Yeah, and and it looked like, according to like the picture, it was panned on him with the open space, and she just like it almost like, seemed he, like he wanted it to happen. I think she wanted it to happen. Ooh. Like she was like, this is my chance. And the plot to, thickens. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we'll Ooh. never know. So. Can we take a moment to cut, <laughs> talk about the sun is out. Even when it's cloudy, you can still catch a sunburn. So yeah. make sure you guys use some sunscreen. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, because it gets so gosh darn hot down here. Yeah. You need to, and also show off the tattoos. Nah, they're not important. Eh. They <laughs> are. Yeah, they are. Um, you want to do the, uh, so. Thugging. All right. We're going to. What? We're going to do the, the squeezy. Oh yeah. yeah. Last oh, last yeah. week last week okay. Okay. Uh, Mc do you preface this yeah. of La some La last week if you guys go to the podcast you'll see that I introduced under the crazy podcasts are all on YouTube and our website and by on, the on, way and on Twitch and all that stuff. Um, no, they don't last on Twitch forever though. So oh. that's why oh, they're okay. on YouTube. All right. Um, but I talked about this one <laughs> character of the uh, of the squeezy jibs type. Does anybody know Squeezy Jibs or recall Squeezy Jibs? Let us know in the comments. Squeezy this jibs. is this guy has almost become the mascot of this podcast, right? You I wouldn't say mascot. I would just say it's a guy that we talk about. Yeah, he's, he's a topic. He's yeah, a good he's, topic. He's a topic he's a of a conversation. Topic. Um, but you know, we John started even using his catchphrase "What it do?" What a it lot. do? Uh, John will pull up a picture. Right, you have the, uh, no, no, the oh, we've yeah, got an update. That's right. We've got an update. So here we go. Quick cut off. We got that. 
right. Oh man, yeah, that yeah. is awesome. That is I love such that. a jam. Spider-Man yeah. One, baby. Exactly. So you wouldn't think that that's some forty-one. I know. Does anybody else know that that was um, in the bike shorts? Did anybody else know that that was some forty-one before I said it? Let me know in the comments. Spider-Man soundtrack. Spider-Man One soundtrack. That was the song right after Hero by uh, Chad Kroger. Hashtag What It Do. Uh, what yeah. it do? So, All right, here so. we go. Squeezy Jibs, he's got a new story so, going so on. I, so I have an update for you. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Where's the, the zebra underpants? He always looks like he smelled something bad. <laughs> yeah, just, just How really. How come he didn't look like that in the last photo? Uh, I think he cleaned up. I think he shaved a little bit. I doubt it. Yeah, but he's not wearing the Hanes underwear like he was last week. Um, so I went on Twitter because I follow him now because I think he's a pretty good follow. Uh, but we got, um... If your girl had a mustache, how would you tell her to shave it? I would probably be honest. Um, funny story. I told Kayla that she had a mustache. Oh, At one no. point. But it was, like, in a joking way. Um, yeah, we don't know if that's his report card. All right, so oh, no, if you... I'm, all right, I'm, I'm here, gonna get to here, it. here, 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 let's, let's help this guy with his issue, though. Listen, honesty is the key to a really good relationship. And communication. Communication is, is huge. Is if, and I'm looking right into the camera because I want you to think I'm looking right at you. If your girlfriend is starting, and listen, it happens, right? If it looks like John's, if it looks, shave it. If it's getting to my thing, it's time to tell her out front, okay? But Happy I, RJ. I still feel bad for Happy RJ, listen here. Anything. Just, mm. just tell her. Yeah. It's, and it's honesty. And if you say, well, then tell me something about myself that you want me to change that you've been holding back, that opens up a whole door to a much better and deeper and <laughs> honest relationship. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you then, buddy. She gets mad every time I bring it up. She shaved it, and it got thicker. Ooh. Yeah. Well, um, wax strips. I mean, it's, it's like for us guys, we got to keep shaving our face. It's just how it goes. So... All I would say is still be honest and upfront, as long as it's a, out of a respectful, hey, hon, you got a little <laughs> thing on your lip. Not like a, yo, shave that. You know what I mean? Just give it like a, a good, a, a very, um, yeah, but don't tell her about. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm not a woman, so if the ladies in the comment can help our man happy RJ, that would be awesome. Also, it's not called a mustache in the feminine world. It is called upper lip hair. Yes, mm. don't yeah, don't call it a mustache. I mean, we're referring to it as a mustache just as a way to communicate to you, yeah. happy RJ. But or just learn to live with it. Yeah. 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 Uh, because so it's her choice and it's not yours, ultimately. So squeezy jibs. All right. Yeah, yeah. we're back to squeezy jibs. Squeezy jibs. I hope we help, buddy. Yeah. So uh, we got we got a uh, we got an update. He yep. he sent out a uh, a recent tweet with the picture that has been provided, and he says this. And I quote, so I just got denied for unemployment. <laughs> oh, squeezy. And he put a thumbs down emoji. Thumbs down. <laughs> no. Apparently, you can't just always be unemployed. You have to be employed first and then become <laughs> unemployed. You're welcome, happy RJ. So apparently, Squeezy Jibs has never had a registered job Ever. In, in his lifetime. Oh, man. And when he filed <laughs> for unemployment, uh, which is common of the COVID-19 nature, uh, he apparently cannot get unemployment because he has never been employed. Officially. Squeezy Jibs has never been employed, but, what but an issue. Uh, he is the epitome of really high fashion. 
Yeah. People are going to start wearing their yeah. shirts backwards <laughs> nowadays yeah. because of this man. I might even start doing it. I might change this shirt to make it actually backwards because I feel like he's he's on he's on to something. You think okay? he, you think he thinks that he's going to get like twice the use out of it if he just reverses it backwards? Yeah. Which again makes no sense. That makes no. It's I probably know. inside out. If you could do it inside out and backwards, then. But our man Squeezy Jibs love this guy. Yeah. Shout um, out, and I'll keep you guys updated with the uh, the Squeezy Jib stuff. But I mean, I feel bad. He can't get get he can't get unemployment. I'm sure someone will start a GoFundMe page for this dude. Maybe he has. You know. But Squeezy Jibs, we're thinking about you here on the Family Table podcast. We're thinking I want to meet you someday. <laughs> I told Please. you. I told you. If we become famous, he knows how to cook some mean fries. He used well, to be. That's what I'm talking he about. He used to be a tour uh, or fry cook. Our personal chef. Yeah. Well, only oh, fries. Only he's yeah, so only whatever we just so want. cool. I love that guy. Um, I gotta start following him. I'm not even doing that. So I got. I gotta start. Squeezy McJibs. Squeezy Jibs. All right. Let's hold on. Before we go into the game, let's talk about um, a couple things. I know you guys, the ones that are on our channel hear about this all the time, but it's worth bringing up to all the new people. Hey, we're Triple Addiction. We're a band from Jersey. We play rock, country, that type of thing. Um, we do our podcast Tuesdays, Sundays, and Fridays, not in that order. And so um, Sundays is our full band setup. Tuesdays is our acoustic stream. Fridays is our just family table podcast we sit down eat food talk about current events throughout the week um let's see what else um yeah we gotta get him on the podcast um if you go to um twitch one of the the things was amazon.com slash tp and that does not stand for toilet paper that is twitch prime so yeah you can connect your <laughs> Twitch account to your Amazon Prime account and subscribe to any channel on Twitch that's an affiliate channel or a partnered status channel. And you can um, get some cool stuff throughout a month. Um, we give away stuff like handwritten lyric sheets that we still need to send out. Heck yeah. And um, they're signed and sealed and delivered to your home. And we're yours. <clears throat> and then on top of that, um, you know, you get the emojis, all that good stuff. And then... Um, Make sure you follow us if you're not following us yeah. already. And every um, every time you watch us, every 10 minutes, you get five TA tokens. You can use those towards our merch in our TA token store. All of that good stuff. I'm out of breath. I need more Dr. Pepper. Before we get to the game, I have kind of like an overview general conversation of the week. Like I mentioned, in the next week or so, it's going to be college graduation. Very important time for some people out there in America i.e. you person at the table <laughs> anyway <laughs> i know it's depressing i can't i can't do anything for graduation i can't like just yeah but you get the paper so and you, you don't need home. the yeah, isn't that what graduation is yeah but I, I wanted to like have them say brandon laurie and have you guys just sit in the audience just be like you know just clapping along so for like the big so you wanted it yeah. out of spite yeah exactly okay, you i wanted, wanted your wanted whole degree out of spite i wanted a spike graduation but having said that, because I didn't go to school for music, I know yep. you guys went to school uh, for music for community college and then haven't continued yet because we're doing the whole band thing. Don't know if you're going to go back. So I asked I'm you, not. I ask you, <laughs> is college the best thing for a musician? Uh, I kind of thought about that question to ask you guys because I did my final paper for my one independent study. Anthony uh, 
Jem Ignani, whose birthday is today. Uh, John's boss at All Star Music Empire. Happy birthday, Phil. Happy birthday. Uh, we love and you. And my guitar endorser. Exactly. That's true. Moxie yeah. Guitars. Go check them out. They got um, rad guitars. But Radical I, guitars. I interviewed him, and I asked him, I said, what advice would you give musicians that are out there now or people who are uh, thinking about being musicians in the future? And he said, do not waste your, and I quote, do not waste your time in college for music. Study with the best private instructors or peers around and get firsthand knowledge from the people surviving in the industry. You'll save tons of money, not have college debt, and you'll get a street education that is necessary to survive. Yes. So I, I couldn't ask agree you guys, <coughs> what do you think about what Anthony said about not going to school for music? You want to start? Yeah. Uh, I think as far as, like, learning how to write songs and to get the music portion Like the theory. It, yeah, like the theory and how all of that comes from up here. It has nothing to do with a teacher giving you that information, no matter what you want to write about. You put it on pen and paper. You surround yourself, like you said, with all the right people, with musicians who, like, for example, uh, one of my friends, uh, Kyle Zanenko, check out his guitar stuff online. He pretty much is just getting into it. And some of the chord progressions he's come up with and sent to me, because we're going to start working on Co-labbing. something. Collabing. Collabing. And with all of the stuff he's been sending me, it's everything that I learned at a college level. So it just depends whether or not you can translate it from your head down onto the guitar. And he's self-taught too, right? Completely not, self-taught. Yeah. No lessons and kind of like dumb a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, it's just like music part of it, you don't need to go to school for any of that. If you want to understand it, all the information's online. Look it up. There's some great YouTube videos on this stuff, and it's all for free. You don't have to pay thousands of dollars to you know sit there in a class with talkative kids who are just going to annoy you just to find out that same information but on the business aspect of it i think you do need to go to school to find some of this stuff out or go to seminars at the very least to figure out how the music industry how the music industry kind of works because like zach is going to school now for business management, I think, or music, music, business, music, business, yeah. business yeah. management, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. So that I think you need to go to school for, you know. So, uh, yeah, I guess that kind of sums up my main point on it. You don't need to go to school to basically learn how to play the guitar. Well, there's that's the thing. There's a million um, artists that have made it that never even probably didn't even get a high school diploma. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's a bunch that are like that, and they more so came at it from the heart yeah. um and and they just had the drive to say all right i'm gonna do something with this because i got nothing else going for me um and when you have that sink or swim mentality sometimes um you're not so um you're not going you're not gonna fall back on your on your on your backup plan yeah um because when you have that safety net there you just kind of go all right i'm done I'm, i'm good enough where i am but when you don't have any other plan in your life, you have to make it work no matter what. It, it's sort which of like kind of what, which is kind of what me and Chris are in in the vein of right now. Even though we did get some degree, mm -hmm. um, I plan on doing what Zach is doing because, like Chris had mentioned, going to school for business, music business, is big. That's a that's a whole thing in itself that you can even take to any other job because they just see that you got a business degree. Most music business is run the same way as any other business yeah. it's a business so 
if you go to school for that, that's worth it. But um, the the one thing that Chris had brought up, going to school, like I have friends of mine that are going to Rutgers for jazz drumming, mm -hmm. and they're going to get their, their degree in jazz drumming. And unless you're going to be one of the big shot drummers out there in the city that's making thousands of dollars a night, you need a master's degree or a doctorate degree in jazz drumming, which <laughs> blows my mind. Mm. But um, the... There, there's no point in getting a degree in your instrument. Yeah. So for being a drummer. Unless you're going to be a slave for, like, an orchestra or something. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say is if you're going for, like, orchestral music, most big symphonies require some form of big degree. Yeah. Unless you're some, like, prodigy you can shred and you don't really need that degree. But most of the time they look for people that have those those big degrees. Um and most people can teach um, without a um, degree in that certain um, specific instrument, i.e. Not at, uh, not at uh, an elementary school or no. something. Right, you no. Need uh, a regular you need, teaching yeah, degree. but you, that you would then go for music teaching, which is yeah. also a very good degree. But I'm saying getting a degree in your instrument, like the, one of my coworkers got his degree in, um, in classical guitar. Mm -hmm. That's like you might as well just have burned $40,000 cuz what are you're not going to do anything with that and he regrets it he yeah. told me he's like I wish I never did this but I didn't have any other option yeah. I was kind of forced into it so therefore classical guitar degree well so. and that's and that like what Anthony's spot on but yeah. there is a, a part of the business side that you need but as, that's as and, a musician for me when I went when you know I'm finishing up my degree at Rutgers but I took a elective class uh, for business of music, and that honestly was the only class, like besides one other one, but um, the only class that I got an education out of that I can actually use right. to real world stuff, especially for us <coughs> in the band. But you know, it was like the prof the professor that we had for the class. You know, he worked in the industry. He used to work with Nickelback and like big name artists, and he knew all the terminology and lingo. And he said, "Listen, no textbook." Uh, I'm going to teach you what I learned over the years, and we're going to use real facts, really st real statistics, and I'm going to tell you guys basically the ins and outs of what you want to look for if you're trying to be an artist with record deals, um, A&R agreements, all that stuff, right. and what to look out for because he said all these new artists that are coming up, a lot of them don't really have lawyers or agents to back them. They're just signing deals <laughs> left and right, and all these record labels are taking a lot of these artists in, and they're like basically, uh, like ho keeping them hostage for five years with a record deal, and they might never see the end of it, and they get cut, but they still have to pay them the royalties right. for five records after that. So they end up getting absolutely every penny that you yeah, make, yeah. and you still have to pay them back for the loans exactly. to record, yeah. to go on tour. But the crazy part, though, is for Rutgers, they don't offer a degree. I mean, they have a great music school in Mason Gross. They don't have a degree that you can get for business of music. You can get a really? certificate, which is like, you know, nothing. Yeah, um, nothing. But you can't you can't get a degree <laughs> in it. They prefer more of the fine arts and all that stuff. And, you know, but that's uh, the thing. Even stuff. then, this doesn't even have to do with music. Um, if you have the passion and the drive for that one thing in your life, um, whether that's being a computer engineer mm -hmm. like you know bill gates that did it out of his garage um with microsoft or was that steve, jobs? steve jobs whatever um he had 
just the you know know how to just get it done. He wanted to do it. He did it, and he didn't sleep all day. Um, which this brings me to a great point is that if you go on johnsdrumstudio.com. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> Shameless plug, second time. Um, I'm starting a blog on there, too, which I know sounds very 2001. But <laughs> I've oh, got that's a, all right. I've got a blog on there that's um, my first post is about um, time and, and what you're doing with the time that you've been allotted with. It, it gets really deep. I wrote it at 2 in the morning wow. uh, on May, I don't know couple like a week ago when you're just totally upset about the COVID-19 no 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 I, I like went on Facebook I saw people like getting really hostile with one another yeah. like really bad remarks to each other and it was more one-sided the one guy was just being a real jerk to the to one of my friends and um I was like man what a waste of time the average person I, I did the math um spends about 15 hours a month on social media Phew. So oh and some God. people Ugh. even more because that's their job. Yeah. And that's such an untangible thing. It doesn't exist. The internet goes down, social media is gone. Your job is so over. Yeah, right. Yeah. So um for for me, um I was just I two AM I was like, Man, there's so much that people could be doing more with their time. So my main point is one, go on johnstrumstudio.com <laughs> to the blog section and check out that blog. Let me know what you think. Um, the second thing is, if you have the know-how and the elbow grease and the ability and just the, the passion for what you're doing, you can you can make it happen. Not that I'm living proof of that. I'm still in the process, right? Yeah. But it's all about the, the process. process. Um, system, baby. But all, all I'm saying is... <laughs> <Dennis system laughs> all I'm saying is that um, just go out there and achieve it. Yeah. Don't, don't keep waiting for for life to pass you by. And kind of like to wrap up, you know, kind of what Anthony was saying for us, from our perspective as musicians, um, I know we've learned a lot more from us playing live shows. Yeah. Uh, and like they can't teach you at Berkeley how to recover in a song when a guitar string breaks. They can't teach right. you how right. how to recover in a song when you forget lyrics. It's like or how school doesn't teach you about taxes. Yeah. Like they don't teach it, you the useful things. Exactly. You just kind of have to experience them on your own. Yeah, and uh, you know that's that's what's important. What we've learned from just playing out live and all the years. I mean, we've been playing out live for what eight to ten years now. Um, you know, for us, we've gained a lot more information than we will ever learn in a class. If I stayed in school yeah. for as long as we've been playing out. I like when a string breaks on the guitar, I can play it off like nothing happened. Yeah. You know, and that's just, or when the guitar amp just suddenly stops working, yeah. or when the jack goes literally inside the amp and you're like, what do I do? <laughs> like, that is the worst moment that can possibly happen on stage, even before the show even starts, where you're, you're just sitting there saying, I can't go on. Yeah. Like, I just can't play. So it's being put literally or thrown into the fire yeah. as they say is you just gotta go out there if you want to even say start your own business you gotta try and make those connections you can't spend all your time in school and then waiting for someone to you know just give you free handouts because it's just not going to happen um let's see when you guys create do you feel and thank you for the question um chimodu when you guys create, do you feel obligated to create a certain sound or ignore those limitations and just do what you feel? Half and half. Half and half. You got to sure. be conscious of an audience that you're trying to attract. Like, uh, 
there's a lot of music that I would like to write, Good but I know it wouldn't suit our style because we're trying to stay away from the, the heavier side of music where I love listening to heavy music, but I know I can't pull it off. Mm-hmm. But so with keeping that in the back of your mind, you also can't worry too much about writing a song that you think people are going to like because right. you want people to fall in love with your music and what you have to say, not what you think they want you to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that that makes sense. I mean, that's a that's a, that was a very philosophical way of saying it for sure. Yeah. But basically, no, don't don't listen to what anybody has to say. And we've been told that even with our our new album which you can go check out on Spotify and, and our website, iTunes whatever, um, American Heartbreak. We've had people that say they absolutely love it. That that it, it changed their like one of the, somebody said to me this song changed my life and I was like really, but um, the the thing is is that um, there's also equally as many people saying to stop do it yeah. st- to stop doing what you're doing yeah, and to do true. something else and we've been told that before um, so if you let those people get to you um, that's not going to help you out so mainly when we when we create. We go into it trying to be us, yeah. the three brothers doing our thing. We, we you know, th- there's a certain point at which we sat down and said, this is the style that we're going to be. Um, this is the type of music we're going to try to create. Um, not everyone is major school, dude. Get into a trade, get, live your life, make music, keep pushing your work life. In short, yeah. 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 Um, um, but but, th- but that's what I'm, I'm saying is that um, definitely just create what you want. And that could be something that's out of a, a certain idea, um, like you want to sound this specific way, so create within that, that realm. Or you can go and say, uh, no, I don't want to create within that certain realm. I kind of want to just do what I want right now. Yeah. Um, and equally, that, that benefits you because um, – when you just write in general, it's like flexing a muscle. It's the part, it, you know, your brain is made up of, of a lot of different parts. And when you flex that muscle or that whatever it is in your brain, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to try to figure it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> that when you flex that part the, of your brain. The medulla oblongata, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the um, the Regis Feldman up there. And yeah. The, the, um, the cerebral cortex, right? That's. Yeah. 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 So that anyway, what, right. I, what I mean is um, the more you write, no matter what it is, whatever the style, whatever the genre, whatever the whatever, just keep doing it. Yeah. Um, and just to just to clear any misconceptions up about this little conversation is we're not trashing school. No. And anyway, if you're going to school for like a really good thing, your heart's in it. Go for it. Yeah. I, and that's the thing, too. Like, I know for me, you know, I wanted to go for communications and for writing and. Uh, to improve myself as more or less like a journalist, but that, you know, it, it can relate to music too, music journalism, what we're doing right now, radio podcasting and stuff like that. And even too, uh, in the future, if it doesn't work out with music, there's so many other opportunities you can get into with it's media. It's just that with, yeah. a, with a passion is that you need to dive into it head first because ultimately it's going to come from, like our mom said, it's going to come from your heart and, you know, and whatnot. But as far as like, music stuff oh uh opinion on music theory so i think it's important to know because then you slowly try and figure out why certain things in music exist yeah is that you learn how it functions and how it makes people think 
So then that can enhance your songwriting. But if you know how to do all that stuff, you don't need to go to school just to, you know, hear it again. Because yeah. then you're paying for someone to basically say, yeah, you know, what you're thinking is right. But well, I think music theory is huge. Um, I remember that opened my mind because I'm a drummer. So it's like cymbals and circles and they're really loud. And I, there is no music theory other than rhythm theory for me. Um, at, at the face of it. So when I first learned about music theory, I was like, wow, this is so cool. I didn't realize how all of these things interplayed. Um, yeah, follow your heart time signature. Oh, I do a very... That's what um, I'm saying. I do a very interesting... One of my John's Drum Studio videos. It, sorry, sorry, I have to plug it again, but it's coming out. It'll probably be in a month. But um, I've taken... It's great history. Yeah, and exactly. it, is, it is great to learn from it but sometimes you get caught in the confines of, of music theory and you're like, oh, man, I, I, if I'm breaking this rule, then it's wrong. No, break all the rules. We all break rules. Yeah. Um, but um, you got to use I it. I do this interesting, Han, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I do this very interesting thing on, or I read this article once um, that was on um, how when drummers slip up, they're at matching the elemental rhythm of the world. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's nuts. It it gets into like fractal patterns and things, but for the most part, when a drummer slips up, it's their internal clock slipping up by accident to match them with the rhythm of the world. It, dude, I'll if you I want, I'll send you this that. article. It's kind of nuts. It's way over my head. It seems very hippie, but um, yeah. <laughs> I think music theory is kind of like. Diving into music is going on a raft, right? You're just slipping away into the middle of the ocean without anywhere to go. And if you think you know where you're going, you just end up going that way. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's every the world is open around you. Yeah. Having music theory with you on that raft is kind of like either putting up the sail or the map being placed in right. your hands. Yeah. And then you know exactly where to go and where you're going to wind up. Where it's more of a directional And I'm thing. one of those guys where I need, when, when I write something, I need the theory behind it first because that's, that's the way I work. I can't just pick up a guitar and strum a couple chords and go, oh, let me turn this into a song. I pick a key. I pick the chord progression based on the Roman numeral analysis. I have to do things methodically that way. Mm -hmm. So the music theory part of it, when I was younger and learned about that, I was like, wow, this is neat. I didn't know that you could do this and make music so easily. Yeah, and um, It helps you communicate with other but people. But at the same time, my songs will sound dull and boring because I don't know how to break the rules. So that's where Chris comes in and he goes, no, that's stupid. Let me show you what the real thing should be. And he goes, break rule, break rule, break rule. And I'm like, whoa, that's way better than yeah. what I had. But even, even too, kind of coming from, from my perspective on this, you know, you can't write a sentence without knowing what the words are first to form the sentence. People can get you know, some sort of meaning. Yeah, out of and, it. and and you think of it almost like music theory is like forming sentences. You know, you have to know what each individual word means to make the sentence. Like you need to know what each individual note means to make a measure of a song or a chord progression and stuff like that. Um, but I know for me, I didn't go to school for music theory uh, or for music in general. I took one music theory class and I hated it. So for Chris can break the rules, I break the rules because I don't know the rules. 
That's true. That you know, that's one thing that we've said though in the past is yeah. when we write. Brandon comes from a point of not knowing really any music theory. Yeah. No pentatonic scales, none of that, and so he comes from a, a he comes from a place of not knowing it, and um, it really helps our our writing because he gives this like radio perspective on things mm -hmm. because. He he knows how a song should feel and not why. Or how something, yeah, exactly, like how something should sound. And I don't think Joe went to RV. Uh, no, I don't I, or think is so. he? Or is Vanessa talking about Brandon? Brandon didn't yeah. have Tony. No. Brandon had. Um, it, this was high school. Yeah. Um, but he, you weren't there. I had Julie, but she left. Yeah. At the yeah. year after I was gone. Um, so. But for me, I just I didn't or enjoy. Jamie, I'm sorry. Yeah. She, Jamie. I didn't enjoy the class, but hey, listen. I think music theory is still important. Like John said, uh, you know, to answer their question. Um, and I got some solid C's in music theory one, by the way. Yeah. And I kept at it, and then college came, and me and the craftsman aced all of music theory together. Yeah. So. so. Yeah, music theory is important, but you know you can break the rules from time to it, time. It can't hurt to take it. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I did go to RV. I went to RV for, for two years. You I did? just didn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know nothing about it. me. Uh, and then, um, oh, that's all right. Whatchamacallit. Then I went to, I should have been done with college two years ago, but you know, that's okay. So, all right. Are you guys ready for game time? Are you guys, it, are, are you the guys ready for family game night? Are you oh. guys ready for game night? Are you family, ready? Friday family game night. That's what we should call it. All That'd right, awesome. so you guys can also say, earn. Hold on. Say yes if you're ready for game night. <laughs> yeah. How many people just talk to their phone? Yeah. Ah, um, everyone's going nuts. Um, so you want me to do the intro? I'll do the intro first. Yes. So, yeah. okay, hold Before on. Before you pull up, pull okay. it up. Let me let me do the intro first. All right. Brandon. Brandon. Do you have a, a pen on you, Kras? Uh. Oh, you want me to get the uh, the the thing again? Here, let me get the uh, the notepad. Who's the love of your life? Me? No. Not oh. Me. <laughs> I don't think Soph is on this. Yeah, she might not be watching today. Chris, I don't know if we have the... Uh, oh, the Weiss Moose Tracks chocolate. Oh, my gosh. It's yep. It's That's honestly, some sick Weiss cream, yo. It's the best Weiss cream of all time. Chris, you want me to... You no, I, I tried. I tried finding that. We huh? need a pen, though. Yeah. Um, I have a. Oh, I got you. Oh, I think I think I got it. I think this is the one that we were using. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Okay. So there's that. Uh, Chris will get a pen, um, but I want Chris to hear the uh, the intro for it. You just want to. Nah. I was gonna say you can pull up the board. Um, but no, like the um, what call it? The just the, before Chris comes back. You know, I got a lot of feedback. I wrote, I wrote the, oh, he's back. But I wrote the college paper, like I was talking about, about uh, pay-to-play music stuff. And even Mike Duffy, uh, radio DJ at 97.9X in um, Wilkes-Barre, PA, I think. Wilkes-Barre, I think. Wilkes-Barre, PA. Uh, but he gave great insight. He was basically saying how for a lot of musicians, you have to also think about um, trying to write music if you want to be on the radio. Because I asked him, I said, how do musicians, local artists get on the radio? He said, you want to find that specific sound that radio people are looking for so you can get into the metrics of everything and your numbers grow and then you get on radio that way. So it's like you need to grow yourself as a artist and as a brand first, have a backing from either a label or promoters, and then you get put on the radio. 
Um, of course, you know, peyote isn't a thing anymore. Um, or peola, not peyote. Oh, you said peyote. No, no. <laughs> peyote, I don't yeah, think that's a no, thing either. No. Uh, peola. It's so outdated. Peola is, is what, it's, uh, what it's called. So, you know, but hey, listen, we all had fun here. We had McDonald's. We had McDonald's. We talked about some others. We, we talk talked about some graduation. So next week, or actually Sunday, we'll be seeing you guys for the full live stream. Um, other than that, um, I enjoy, think that's a wrap for today. Enjoy yeah. your Saturday. Enjoy your, your good weekend there. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in on the Family Happy Podcast. Mother's Day to the mothers. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Woo! Woo! Yay! Hey, it was great to see you again. Oh, you don't remember me? It's Brandon Lori, the bass player from Triple Addiction. It's okay. If you need a refresher, just check out all of Triple Addiction's social media content on Facebook and Instagram. We'll do this again sometime. How about every Friday at 7 p.m. on Twitch at twitch.tv slash triple addiction. I'll see you then. <laughs>